Hello and welcome back to Minute Bull. I'm Cuppy Cup, and today we are here as a pair. I'm joined by Mr. Cool Hand Lucas. How are things? We're doing great. This is the the content desert. Uh, so we were uh, scratching and clawing for anything interesting or relevant to discuss and came up with uh, nothing, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely nothing. I, <laughs> I can't remember anything like it. It's kind of refreshing that there isn't a lot to talk about. Usually there's some kind of scandal, some two-month dormant arrest that somebody digs up for speeding tickets or players uh, suspended from the team for quote-unquote violation of team rules. Thankfully, that hasn't happened this year, but it's not only just A&M. It hasn't happened pretty much for any other SEC schools. Yeah, I was excited because people were talking about the Athlon Sports annual article where the the SEC coaches talk anonymously and kind of dish on one another. These comments are so dry. Yeah, they should just tell these. These are like compliments. This is like the Friends Club, and uh, and they're so well written. I mean. I don't believe any football coach, much less a college football coach, is this articulate. And so do you think Athlon's making these up? I don't want to get sued here. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to cast dispersions on, on Athlon, you know, but in the content <laughs> desert that we're in, who knows? Maybe I'm imagining this, but I think they used to be edgy or kind of interesting, but I'm, I'll read a sample of a couple of Texas A&M quotes just to show you that these are very complimentary. Kellen Mond should be a lot better this season, and he wasn't bad at all last year. That's just the jump you expect with Jimbo Fisher. It's like, did Jimbo Fisher submit this? Yeah, it's like, you know. They basically get everyone back at receiver. They're a big athletic group, and there's a lot of them. They can hit you at four or five spots on a given play. That's the leftover spread roster from Kevin Sumlin. Like, where's the controversy? What a job Mike Elko did last year. They got better in the middle of the field, but then lost those guys. They have to do it all over again this year. I was hoping that we could fight with these anonymous coaches, but they're very kind. They, they are. They're the nicest people that, that are out there. Like, hey, thanks a lot, you know? Like, yeah. they, they don't listen to any problems at all. <laughs> they're not going to sneak up on anyone, but they're not as far off as we want to admit. I really feel like someone got busted saying something juicy and now no one is willing to say anything even remotely rude it's kind of like you know in the uh the florida state piece about how jimbo left it in tatters it's pretty easy to figure that out you know using uh logic who gave who are the sources for a lot of those quotes uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder and first off nobody's going to fact check anybody for giving nice quotes oh he says something really nice well I don't even need to fact check that. I don't care. Thanks. Like for Alabama, you would have gotten better quotes if you asked Nick Saban to anonymously berate his team. Well, some of these, like, you know, I guess, you know, the one for, like, we basically got everyone back at receiver, big athletic group. You know, they hit you at four or five spots. They could have, that could have quoted from our last podcast. We said that. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. These these are quotes from like an, an, you know, a&M message board. Yeah, they're all Homer quotes. Yeah. Even even Arkansas is like it has a couple things like the roster needs work, but there there's nothing surprising in here. So anyway, I was disappointed with the Athlon Sports anonymous coach talk. I'll I'll put a link to it in the uh, show notes just so you can see how little there is to work with on that topic. 
which is why we're doing another depth chart. (laughs) (laughs) That's become our go-to during the off season, just because, well, you can just pull content out of thin air by making lists. And it's a lot of fun to, uh, to think about these things. But even this year, they're they're the, the, uh, the college football content makers as it were, aren't making any list. At least, I mean, there's no Mount Rushmore's, there's no, you know, top 10 players in the sec. Don't, I guess, you know, there's very few. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can hear the clock ticking, just waiting for the end of the month to get here so that we have college football again. Anticipation can heighten the pleasure. Uh, let's hope so. And not the, the big letdown. So we were bouncing topics around for this depth chart and we landed on podcasts. We are going to uh, choose our backups and starters across four podcast categories. And those are entertainment, sports, serious, and serial. Those last two are kind of confusing together, but, but we'll talk through them as we go. I listen to way more podcasts now than I did a year ago. I think part of it is that I wanted to start making more podcasts. Uh, so I'm, I'm like in a groove right now. How many are in your library? Would you estimate Lucas? I listen to around eight or so regularly. I'm like, you. Yeah, I just started listening to a lot in the past year, but only because I discovered some that were really well produced mm-hmm. and also, uh, through, uh, you know, recommendations from friends. And, uh, because I mean, let's be honest, some of them are really bad yeah, <laughs> and it can really turn you off. You're like, well, that's garbage. <laughs> Minute but, uh, bowl. Yeah. And also the Apple podcast app is really helpful. I mean, I'll say that easy, makes it easy to browse and find ones that you're looking for. If that's how you get them, that's how I'll get my podcast. See, I, I prefer to listen on Spotify, but I like the general organization better on Apple podcasts. So I kind of bounce back and forth between the two. I haven't decided. Everyone listens to this show on Apple Podcasts, though, based on our analytics. I didn't even know you could listen to I have Spotify. I didn't even know you could listen to podcasts on Spotify until you mentioned it a few days ago. Yeah, go in there and search for Good Bull Hunting. You'll you'll find us. So let's start with the entertainment category. And I'll just let you go first on all of these, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Uh, My backup is the big picture. Sean Fennessey's, who's the uh, editor-in-chief of The Ringer, that's his podcast about uh, basically the movies and entertainment. So if there's any new movies that are coming out, um, he generally uh, interviews either the directors or some critics, or he'll go on and talk about them. You know, like the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he had interviews with Tarantino. Uh, Sean Fennessey is a great critic. Really, They're really well-produced podcasts, and it's uh, evergreen. Uh, the topics, you can go back and listen to them, older ones from years ago. They're great episodes. I've never listened to that, but it sounds entirely in my wheelhouse. This might not be as funny as some of our episodes, but hopefully it will at least turn somebody on to some new podcasts. Yeah, this is the educational. This this is the payoff for any of our Good Bull Hunting listeners. (laughs) You might learn something today, but this is how I discovered podcasts is by people recommending me what they like. So if you value our, our opinion, this might help you. And your starter? Yeah, my number one is The Rewatchables. It's a, uh, another Ringer podcast. Sean Fennessy is on it. Uh, Chris Ryan is generally on it, but it's a Bill Simmons deal too, where they just go through and uh, review uh, movies that they think are rewatchable. Basically, these are the movies that are on TNT and TBS that, you know, if you're scrolling through a channel on a Saturday afternoon that you're going to stop and watch. They have different categories about what makes the movies special. We're really well produced. The movie they just did was The Town. 
you know, starring Ben Affleck. Before that, they did Top Gun. They all last about an hour, hour and a half. And uh, it's just a good hang. Well, that should be a future depth chart topic, rewatchable movies across genres. My backup is Lights, Camera, Barstool. I really like Trill Bollins on Twitter. <laughs> so I, I <laughs> yeah. used to listen to Lights, Camera, Podcast before it became a Barstool property. Uh, so on that show, you have Jeff Lowe, Ken Jack, and Trill. And it is good for someone like me who, you know, I, I like movies, but now I have a toddler, so I, I don't get to watch that many. Uh, they're probably, they skew a little bit young for me, so I think I might actually like the podcast you recommended as your backup, Lucas. Uh, but they're just, they're very funny and irreverent, and uh, I like my podcast uh, sprinkled with ridiculousness every now and then. So uh, I subscribe to that and listen to probably one out of every three episodes. Yeah. These are the ones, the ones that I listen to, I listen to, uh, you know, if I'm working out at the gym or if I'm driving and I have to travel a good bit for work, you know, I generally listen to these as they come up. Yeah, that's good. The now one that I don't miss my starter is armchair expert with Dax Shepard. Uh, Kristen Bell's husband. You might know him if you watch the show Punked. He was like the producer on that, and he was in the show Parenthood, uh, and he's been in a bunch of stuff. But he is, he's very real, and he's a good interviewer, and he has amazing guests on the show. Actors and actresses, directors. Uh, he has politicians sometimes. It, it has a lot of range, and sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's gut-wrenching emotional and uh it's it's just fantastic he he's like what i wish i could be <laughs> as a <laughs> as a podcast host he's just he's so natural and good at it that it's disgusting yeah and some people like that like have a just a natural carefreeness about him that's what makes him good podcast hosts i mean i know a lot of people listen to joe rogan's podcast i don't really because joe rogan kind of misses me but i can see where the appeal is mm-hmm uh, and also like Dak Shepard, uh, uh, this is where I leave you. I thought he was great, where he played a radio host. I recommend for that one, just go through the list of past episodes and pick interviewees that you like because, and he talks about Howard Stern a lot, but it's almost like that in, you know, being able to get people to share stories that uh, kind of touch on raw emotions, which makes for really good listening. That's what makes a good podcast for this type of entertainment topic is they create evergreen content. You can go back and listen to like 20 rewatchables episodes. So you can kind of binge it and see if you like it. And then once you like it, you're hooked. And then you basically don't miss one as soon as they come out. Good. So let's move on to our next category, which is sports after the bull cast. Of course, <laughs> of course, all uh, the bull cast, the, the minute bull and uh, the uh, never been clicked are more actually sports centric. Well, that's true. It's its own unicorn. But uh, my backup is Pardon My Take, Change the Game podcast-wise when it came out, uh, shot straight to the top. It's better during football season, although, you know, again, like they, they have great interviews with just random people all the time. I think they did Jim Harbaugh this week. Uh, some of my favorite ones are when they call up a random people like Lenny Dykstra. I love that, yeah. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Uh, the fastest two minutes in, uh, in football during uh, the NFL season is probably the funniest thing I've ever heard on the podcast, and they do it week by week, and it never gets old. PFT is, and uh, you know, Big Cat are just the funniest people that I've ever come across listening to, and uh, so irreverent that you almost don't mind it. Uh, even when they even when they have a take that steps over the line, you kind of forgive them for it. Good. And your starter? 
Uh, my starter is the Bill Simmons podcast. I'm more of a middle of the road kind of guy. Um, he, he, you know, people, you know, can hate on Bill Simmons cause he is, he is absolutely a homer. He is absolutely know it all. But the flip side of that coin is he, he does know a lot. You know, he's an incredible fan. He's an incredible writer. You know, he built the ringer himself and he also has, you know, incredible guests on there. Like in the past couple of weeks, he's had Kevin Bacon. Uh, he's had Kevin Costner. And, and a few others that, you know, again, like when you, just like you're talking with Dak Shepard, are just, you know, great interviews to hear and get perspective from people. Uh, the most recent one we did with Kevin Costner, he was talking about uh, how they made for love of the game and how Kevin Costner had to throw 380 something pitches in a row while they were shooting that and oh, had to get cool. shot up, with, shot, had to get shot up with steroids. And it's amazing how I think uh, Bill Simmons is one of those people. He just really, uh, people will talk to him. People like him. And I think that really helps. And, uh, he's really good knowledgeable. NBA is his mainstream. So like this year during the NBA season in the playoffs and the free agency was really fun to listen to, even if he was kind of full of shit most of the time, but, <laughs> but it passes the time and that's why I like it. Yeah. He, I don't know why I've tried to listen to his show a few times cause it's kind of the gold standard for sports podcasting, but I just, it doesn't, I, I don't know. I don't vibe with it for whatever reason. I think maybe cause I'm just not that into pro sports. So you have to distract me with like things designed for idiots to keep me entertained. It's kind of like, you know, sports center. It's kind of mindless. Like I can put that on in the car and just listen to it. My sports backup, my sports category is boring in that it's very predictable. Uh, my backup is shut down full cast, huge uh, Spencer Hall fan. Ryan Nanny, I think is really uh, the shining star on that show. And Ryan of course, is great in audio. He's hilarious. He's so good. He ha- I, I don't mean this. Well, maybe it is offensive no matter how I frame it, but he has this weaselly voice and it just, I don't know. It's perfect for, it's like comic relief within a comedy show, which I don't, I don't know how that works, but it does. And of course, Jason Kirk and Holly Anderson are on there and they're great as well. But I, I'm a big fan of Ryan. He's actually going to be on We've Never Been Clicked next week. So uh, we're plugging all these shows. We may as well plug ourselves at the same time, which is something someone might say on the Bullcast, actually. I missed the shutdown full back, the video series they did. That was one of my favorite things of all time. Uh, it was just absolutely hilarious. Uh, kind of middle of the road production value for an internet show. I hope that now that they're moving over to Banner Society, they find a way to bring something like that back. It was awesome, but I do like the podcast. It was it was genius. I've never seen anything like it. It was the best thing SB Nations ever had, in my opinion. Self plug. They used one of my tweets on that show, which I loved. You know, so. that's why you like it. It's just like you pick David for your heist team because yeah. he laughed at your jokes. Hey, you know, I'm susceptible to flattery. That's well, we all. did. We sent them a good bull hunting tailgating flag and they put it up in their set. So I liked that as well. Um, and my starter, I won't spend much time talking about it because it was your backup. But pardon my take is uh, like you said, it's just like the highest bar you could ever hope to reach if you like sports and humor. Uh, PFT commenter. He's in his own class, probably. I think Nanny is is kind of in range, but in terms of just like quick wittedness, coming up with the perfect one liner on the fly, he is like a god in that space. So um, I I will follow him anywhere, no matter how I feel <laughs> about the parent company uh, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, I just I really uh, have an appreciation for what he does. The next category is podcast serious. 
and this had, you know, it can be whatever business, science, uh, education. What do you have for your backup? A backup is a podcast called against the rules. It's a uh, by Michael Lewis author slash, uh, I guess screenwriter who wrote Moneyball, who wrote the big short flyers poker his MO is he's always looking for, uh, cracks in the system or try to explain the way things are. Uh, the theme for against the rules is basically, uh, going through and analyzing, uh, people in society who are basically the ref supposed to be referees, uh, in the system and why that's breaking down could be government regulations. He goes into, uh, you know, consumer finance, how that's breaking down student loans, how that's broken down and how basically, uh, people game the systems to uh, basically screw over <laughs> the average person it goes into like how judges are, you know, either elected goes into and uh, originally sports referees and how bad that is. Michael Lewis is, is just an incredible author and uh, anything that he does, I'm going to listen to. Interesting. That's another one I haven't listened to, but I, I feel like I, I would enjoy it. Yeah. And um, number one uh, is a uh, hardcore history by Dan Carlin. Nice. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, if you haven't looked it up and if you like history at all, uh, it's great. The, it's hard. It's almost not a podcast. Uh, the episodes are generally four hours long. So it's almost like a book on tape, mm -hmm. uh, exceptionally well produced. It takes him about six months to do an episode. He goes into series. He has a four part series on, uh, uh, sorry, five part series on world war one. Uh, before I'd listened to it, I'd really never done any serious study on world war one, even though I'm a history buff. And, uh, he poses questions that make you think about it. I mean, the whole back basis of the podcast is that don't always believe what you read. Some of the topics he's covered, he covers, you know, the world war two and on the Russian front, which, you know, as Americans, you don't know a lot about. Uh, and there's reasons for that because we were in the cold war and uh, also like Genghis Khan and a few other ones. I mean, four hours long a piece. So when he releases one, it's just like Christmas. Yeah, that's right. That, that is a fantastic podcast. I agree with that, but I didn't, I didn't have it in my list. Uh, my backup, my, mine are kind of similar here and I couldn't figure out what order I wanted to put them in. I have a special interest in psychology, so I, I consume a lot of, uh, psych shows. Uh, my backup is Freakonomics with Stephen Dubner. It is kind of plugged as the hidden side of everything. And a lot of the topics are related to phenomenon that are out there in the, in the world that we don't really think about. And, and Freakonomics takes kind of a deep dive on why things are the way they are and what makes them interesting. The show on the mattress store bubble, I think is really interesting. Um, it, it talks about things like, uh, how there was during the recession, nobody bought mattresses and mattress stores have really big margins compared to everything else in retail. So it made us made sense when we came out of the recession to have a bunch of mattress stores pop up and take advantage of the fact that now we're out of recession. People are going to start scooping up mattresses. Um, but of course it's framed as a bubble because naturally we will go back into recession and nobody will buy mattresses again. And mm. then we'll have all these, what were once mattress stores. Uh, I don't know. There'll be Halloween stores or something. I'm convinced that they're all the mattress stores are fronts for laundering drug money. I just, I can't believe that there are that many mattress stores. I mean, there's like four, there's like, there'll be like four in a block radius and nobody inside any of those stores. I bought a mattress the other day. It was, I was like the only guy who came in the store all day. 
Houston is amazing for mattress stores. If you if you want a city that just uh, is a shining star, uh, the mattress store mecca, come visit Houston. It's, it's like the car wash in Breaking Bad. I mean, they're set up just to lose money. You know, <laughs> they're they're washing drug money. I'm I'm convinced of it. Good. And the my starters pretty similar to to Freakonomics, maybe more directly on the human psychology side, and it's NPR's Hidden Brain. It's very entertaining, but it talks a lot about uh, the human subconscious and why we do the things we do. And one of the recent episodes talked about why we have a preference for things that remind us of ourselves. So it was an episode about narcissism. And I just I find that stuff very fascinating and relevant to some of the things that I work on. That's that's it for me for for serious I haven't listened to the Freakonomics podcast, but I have read the book. And if you haven't read any of the Freakonomics books, I mean, there's a there's a whole series of them. Uh, I suggest I highly highly recommend that because it will change the way you look at things. So, uh, yeah, that's I should have mentioned that at the top that it was a kind of a spinoff from the the extremely famous Freakonomics book. Finally, our last podcast category is serial. What do we mean by that? Lucas, I think uh, it's basically like, you know, it's kind of like binge mode where like some of these podcasts uh, or these production companies will release uh, a string of like 10 episodes, basically like where each episode is uh, detailing a chapter of an overall story. Uh, It could be like one of the serial deals where they're unveiling like uh, whether or not this guy murdered somebody. I didn't listen to serial, but that's my general understanding of it. Yeah, I was going to say serial could be in your in your depth chart. It could be, but it's not. I didn't listen to it. Uh, (laughs) What's your backup? My backup for that is uh, Slow Burn, uh, and uh, they have several ones, uh, but the one that I really like was the, it's the one that details the Watergate scandal and investigation. It goes into incredible depth of uh, how the investigation unfurled and everything that Congress did and how long it took and how it was long it was reported, because all that people generally remember is what they uh, saw in the movie All the President's Men or just the end. And, uh, you know, it's good, you know, eight or nine episodes. And if you're a nerd like me for history, it's, it's really good. Uh, but my number one is uh, Dr. Death uh, it's by Wondery. And it is about um, a neurosurgeon or spinal surgeon in Dallas who killed three people and maimed 35 others uh, before he was caught. Now he was sent to jail. He's the first doctor, I believe, that's ever been sent to jail for intentional malpractice. And uh, in my line of work, I deal with medical records and uh, spinal issues all the time and people having surgery. And it is just terrifying as to how real it is, but also very entertaining in an eerie, eerie sort of way. I've never heard of that. So now I'm fascinated. Thank you. My backup is Welcome to Night Vale. This is one of the most creative uh, podcasts I've ever listened to. And it was pretty obvious that uh, the creators were just trying to go in a radically different direction from other serials. Uh, it comes out twice a month, and the setup is you get news updates for a small town in the desert. So it's like, it's really cool. You'll get weather updates and and news updates and government uh, public service announcements, things like that. It's very supernatural and creepy in terms of the the underlying plot and storylines. Uh, but if you want a podcast that's just going to help you turn off the real world, like I love to listen to this and just disconnect from everything. It's uh, 
it's just wildly entertaining and brilliant. The way they set it up is is just fantastic. My starter is I I think it fits this category. Uh, my starter is the Adventure Zone, which uh, many of you've probably listened to or heard of. It's the Dungeons and Dragons podcast uh, with the McElroy brothers. So. Uh, see, I wasn't a listener to my brother, my brother and me, which is another incredibly popular podcast. Uh, but I think it was Chuck who turned me on to this D and D podcast and I never played D and D ever before I heard this, uh, this show. It is, uh, the, the first season is the one that I'm, I'm recommending here. There be goblins. Uh, it, I, I think what makes it, well, maybe this is obvious, but what makes it so great is that the characters, the hosts, they are just intensely funny. They're hilarious. And the dynamic they have together being family is uh, just makes it so incredible. I uh, can't recommend it enough. I, I really love all the podcasts that were on my list, but I think if you want to start with one, I'd probably recommend The Adventure Zone. Yeah, I think the interaction between the hosts uh, is the most important part of any podcast, along with the production value. Yeah, and and Griffin McElroy is the dungeon master for the Adventure Zone. He's phenomenal. He had apparently never done that before, and he is uh, just brilliant and creative and hilarious. It's like everything you could ever want in a, in a podcast host. Not us, basically. Yeah, not yeah, not us. Like I strive to be like. <laughs> There's sometimes in the rewatchables, there's three main people like Sean Finnessy, Chris Ryan, and Bill Simmons. And the way they interact together just makes the, the podcast fun. So, you know, try to be like that. And uh, on the other side, like the hardcore history, Dan Carlin, he's the only one on there, but his voice and his pacing, you can tell that he works really hard to tell the story. And uh, it makes that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. And if you're going to do one by yourself, it, it requires exactly what hardcore history has, which is just insane amounts of research <laughs> yeah and preparation and script you can tell he's probably read it 15 times before he takes the last cut oh yeah absolutely good so that was our uh our big list of podcasts for our depth chart again we uh, probably have more of a, a serious educational tone than normal but i do hope that that helps turn somebody on to a new show. Some of us have probably already turned us off to start listening to one of these. <laughs> and that, that actually that makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is there one standout? Like if you had to recommend one of the shows on your list, you would, oh, it would definitely be hardcore history. Uh, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. My favorite. You can't wait for you know, I'm counting the days down now. Um, there's one due any day now, hopefully to come out. He's doing a, uh, the uh, World War II in the Pacific right now. You started with the, the history of the Japanese Empire and how that got started. And so you learn a lot more uh, than you ever knew before, which makes you hit at parties. Everybody always wants to listen to somebody talk who knows it all. Yes. <laughs> they, can't, they can't wait to hear you distill that information that you learned on the podcast. Yeah, so don't wait for me. Listen to it for yourself. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, thank you for checking in with us again. Uh, if you're not already, we would appreciate your subscription. Uh, I want to plug our Reddit site. I've started a Reddit site. It's just the subreddit is good bull hunting. Uh, I'm trying to use this and we'll still use Twitter for this too, but just to collect mailbag questions, feedback, share articles and talk about them and just see where it goes. 
All right. That's all we have. Thank you. And we will have an interview with Sam Khan Jr. coming up later this week on We've Never Been Clicked. Uh, if you're listening to this on Wednesday morning early, you can probably catch us live. We're going to talk Wednesday at 10.05 a.m. Central on Periscope, which is Twitter's live stream, and Twitch. Uh, our handle is GBH Cup. I guess it's my handle since it has cup in it, but, but that's where you can catch the live stream. Take care, everybody. See you around. <laughs>